Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Hear it from the doctor with expert guests from the American Academy of Pediatrics. It's Healthy Children. Now, our favorite mom, Melanie Cole, MS. Well, as we all know, the holidays are coming up and mentally, are we ready for it? Are we ready for the stress and for the hurried lifestyle and for the financial burden that scares us all at this time? I mean, there are there are so many things going on. Plus, if you're working a job and you've got small kids, there's so much going on that it can really take a toll on your mental health as well as your children, because not only that, but they're getting excited and they're finishing up school and they are sensing our stress. So how can we put this all together and make it a really happy and less stressful time for us. My guest, one of our fan favorites here at Healthy Children, Dr. David Hill. He's a hospitalist with Goldsboro Pediatrics and a spokesman for the American Academy of Pediatrics. Dr. Hill, so glad to have you with us. Holidays are ramping up. What do we do to protect our sanity and the sanity of our children as well? Oh boy, it is so tough. I tell you, I think not only about, you know, the winter holidays, Christmas, Hanukkah, you know, Kwanzaa, etc. But really, I think about things like New Year's, Valentine's Day, Mother's and Father's Day. There's all this buildup around these days, even our birthdays, right? It's going to be a great day. It's going to be all about us. We're going to get these amazing things that we want. And I, I think it's really hard for any day to live up to that much hype. I mean, what if it's the best Christmas ever? Wow, so much pressure, right? So I, I think one thing that we practice in our family is to remind ourselves and each other that yes, it's a special day, but also it's just another day. Every second is not going to be thrilling. Somebody's going to be tired. Somebody's going to get a headache. Somebody's not going to feel great. Maybe they don't get what they wanted. Maybe somebody's not there that you would like to have there. Maybe somebody's there that you don't want to have there. Uh, it's still a day. And I think starting on the front end and uh, sort of decreasing the buildup a little bit and say, hey, we're really hoping to have a pleasant day, not the best Christmas ever, not an amazing new year where our lives are going to change all of a sudden, but just a good day. We're going to enjoy each other's presence. Maybe we're going to enjoy some food. Maybe there will be some gifts that people like, but you know, I think starting on the front end and admitting that, yes, we hope to make this magical and wonderful, but there will be parts of it that won't be because that's how every day is. I think that's the beginning. I think that's the start. Wow. And it is such a great, great way to start because we do build it up, Dr. Hill. Everybody builds it up to be, as you say, the best day ever. And oh my God, it's going to be a life changer. So before all of that, and we're trying not to build it up, what can we do to help reduce the stress of the whole family while everyone's rushing around decorating the tree, getting presents, you know, cooking in advance, whatever, finances, the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Give us some ways that we can really start tackling some of those and take care of ourselves during the process. Well, A, when you talk about stress, the same things always help. Getting adequate sleep. Right. When you're stressed, you have too much going on. It's the first thing to go out the window. I'm going to stay up a little late. I'm going to get up a little early. But 
man, whatever your sleep need is on average, it's about eight to eight and a half hours for an adult, longer for children, longer for younger children. Uh, being underslept is a real detriment to your mental health. So if there is any way at all to shrink your your ambitions to a point that they don't interfere with your sleep, you know, a happy mom, a happy dad, a happy child is going to be worth one or two more perfectly wrapped presents or cards that you got for somebody or, you know, amazing cookies. Just get some sleep, number one. Number two, always back to exercise. And I know people are like, I, I would exercise. I don't have the time. But one of the things we're learning about exercise that's very exciting is that a very, very short burst of intense exercise is probably as good as a much longer spell of less intense exercise. So it does have to be intense, but there are now these four-minute workouts. And I, anybody can find four minutes. You can find four minutes to sprint up and down the block or do as many push-ups or sit-ups or burpees as you can in four minutes. And you, you have to push it hard, but you know what? If time is the factor, I guarantee, in minute number five, once you're breathing again, you're going to feel better for the rest of the day. Of course, if you have time to train for a marathon, go for it. But uh, in the meantime, just four minutes of vigorous exercise beats the heck out of zero minutes. And I guarantee no matter how crazy you are, you can find four minutes in your day. Uh, and then diet, just eating a healthy, reasonable amount of fresh food. The holidays come around, we're surrounded by cakes, we're surrounded by cookies. And the best decisions that we make when it comes to habits are decisions that we make before they're right in front of us. So not bringing those cookies or cake into the house. We just had birthday season. We have three kids who have birthdays within eight days of each other. And all of a sudden there was cake everywhere. And even my 15-year-old son brought his cookie cake to school and shared it with his entire lunch table because he said, you know, Dad, I know I don't feel great if I eat cookie cake after school. So I figured I'd make a lot of friends. Everybody would get some cookie cake and it would be out of the house. So we sort of make these decisions. It's much easier to get the cookie cake out of the house than it is to come home and look at that cookie cake and not cut off a big triangle of that thing, right? I mean, so we make these decisions on the front end, but the better you can make them on the front end, the happier your back end is going to be. Literally. Uh, you're <laughs> Literally. I see what you did there. <laughs> I, yeah, I see what I'm doing there. It's yeah. True. I mean, uh, because yeah, really, yeah, as we start to think about that weight gain that comes around, that adds stress, especially like for us mothers, we're like, okay, that cake is around. Those cookies are sitting right there. I'm going to pour myself an extra glass of wine and have one of those cookies. And then we're like, ugh, did we just gain like five to 10 pounds? So yeah. that's another thing that adds to the stress. So I just thought I'd go there with you. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You know, we get worried about that. We just, we feel guilty if we know we've eaten badly, you know, regardless. And we also feel better if we have a healthy diet, you know, if we don't dump a bunch of, you know, high glycemic index sugars in real fast and instead, you know, get more fresh fruits, vegetables, uh, homemade foods, a little bit less salt uh, in there, then we just feel better. And you're going for feeling better. Now, one of the stresses that really uh, speaks to me right now is the financial stress of Christmas. And we're in a place where we personally realize, you know, we, we 
put some stuff on credit cards in the past, and this is crazy, and we have got to get this under control. So this Christmas, really, we're setting a very rigid budget, which is a difficult exercise because every year we're like, oh, they want this, they want that. We're going to keep it roughly even. Oh, but then this person got this great thing, and now we have to like top off all the glasses, right? Like they're going to have one present more than the other four kids. We're talking about five kids, so your budget per child multiplied times five comes to be a lot if you decide, oh, we'll just spend an extra $50 here, right? Uh, so I think the mindset here, I always think back to some of the best presents I got. My my parents had one particular friend who was great at spending like 10 or $15 and getting me something that I treasured for life. And I think one thing is to come back and ask, what's really going to make the biggest difference? What are the children really into? And rather than getting the best one, the one everybody else has, you know, the top of the line, just saying, what's going to make a difference in life? And the other thing is, if you think about the one or two best presents every year, most people remember that. They remember the really good one. But then if you ask them, well, what were the other 25 things you got? Uh, I don't know. Was it, did I get socks? Did I get, was it candy? Was I right? It's, it's hard to remember the next 25 after the first couple. And so maybe instead of doing 25, those things that nobody's going to remember, the things you just threw in so it would be even, or so the stocking would look good, or so there'd be enough boxes under the tree, you know, nobody remembers them. We, we just downsized our house and the number of X Christmas presents that we sold at a garage sale was mind boggling. And I was thinking, why did we have this stuff in the first place? How did it get into our houses? And now we're selling it for, you know, nickel. Uh, you could do that on the front end, but I will not pretend that it's easy. It is, it is hard, especially if it's a change from what you've done in the past. But, you know, it's also meaningful and it forces you to really think about the people around you and what's meaningful to them and what may be less meaningful. Well, so I want to just expand on that because I agree completely and my family is doing exactly the same thing. It's like the smartwatches are off the table this year. It's like we can't do that. Not this year. Just too many different people. So you're looking for the gifts that have more meaning. And while we're doing that, how about the gratitude? Because that does help reduce some of the stress. And it makes ourselves in my personal life, Dr. Hill, in my opinion, also it makes it feel a little more character caricature or ridiculous when I think to myself, we have to get this perfect or we have to do this like this. If I use gratitude or if we do community service or if we work with homeless people, we give out these blessing bags every year and we travel around the city of Chicago and we hand out these things, it makes our issues seem just a little bit smaller. Yes? Oh, I- Absolutely. And you know, Melanie, you said it was you, but as you're aware, it's not just you. There's a tremendous amount of psychological literature behind these practices. I mean, being grateful, expressing gratitude seems like a nice idea on Thanksgiving, but it actually has been shown to make us happier people to find at least one thing every day to say, you know what? I'm really glad that that person in the hallway smiled at me today or that I really enjoyed my lunch, or, you know, this morning I I happened to be in a coastal area. I walked out the door to walk the dogs, which is kind of a chore. The weather's not good. And there were a bunch of ibis on the grass. And I'm just like, wow, I saw 
beautiful birds today. That didn't cost me a thing. They were right outside, but golly, they were gorgeous. And, you know, the opportunity to focus more on what we do have and less on what we don't have really has been proven by psychological literature to make us happy. The same thing is true of giving both of our of our services of our work of material the best reason to give yeah it's great for other people it makes our world a better place but the thing people don't talk about as much is it feels great it feels wonderful we had a, a hurricane come through our area earlier this year and we rolled up our sleeves and and went down to uh work with the uh with the chefs uh who were the world central kitchen operation and uh boy it made us feel better about everything to pack up these sandwiches and know that they were going out into the community and load them on the trucks and pour some more mayonnaise and do it again it was it was great but it wasn't because wow i'm a great person it was that made me feel so much better about what was going on it was i don't you know I, I hope it helped other people but most importantly it made us feel good yeah yeah i agree with you completely so wrap it up for us we've talked about gratitude we've talked about diet sleep exercise not building it up quite so much having reasonable expectations for what we can accomplish as our own selves and what we want to do as a family or as a community or any of the ways that we celebrate these upcoming holidays wrap it up best advice dr hill because you have so much good advice give it to us you know this is not original to me but it's an essay that i just wrote all of the stories that we tell each other about the holidays are about how what's important is the love and the togetherness and what we remember. And then we get online or we go to the store and we forget all that. Go back to those stories. Go back to what we say about the holidays and really emphasize that and believe it and talk to your family about it. And then you've got more room in your life for happiness, which is really the point, right? Well, it certainly is. So well said, Dr. Hill, and you're listening to Healthy Children. All of our experts are provided by the American Academy of Pediatrics, the gold standard, and you know we love our pediatricians here. I mean, parents, think about it. Your pediatrician is your God. They're the person you go to when you are most nervous. And what do we get most nervous about? our children, and their safety. So we love our pediatricians here. Please share this show because with the holidays coming up, we really want to share this show with friends and family so they can hear this great advice too so that we don't all freak out and try and overdo and overdo everything every year and beat the last year out we just need to take a breath. We need to use gratitude and get some exercise and eat healthy. And so share these shows on your social channels. Be sure and rate and review and subscribe to this podcast. That way we can all learn from the experts together. I'm Melanie Cole for RadioMD.com. Stay well.